Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Monica, host of From Heartbreak to Healed. I'm a life coach for women. I'm a wife, a mama, a granny, and a Christian. I help women turn their heartbreak into joy. After walking my own infidelity journey, it has become my passion to help guide you on your journey. This podcast is for the woman who is ready to heal her heartbreak and find joy on the other side. Let's get started. Today, I want to talk about this topic of fear and how fear plays out in infidelity, how it shows up in infidelity. Um, I'm in a season right now, if you're listening to this in real time, I've sent two of my kids, one off to college for the first time, one back for the third year. And in a couple days, I'll send the third one to a new college for her second year of college. And so I, there could be a lot of fear that I could live in fear right now in this season of my life. One, they're all out on their own, independent. There's, there can be a lot of fear in that. Number two, what is, what is life going to look like for me? I've been a stay-at-home mom for 17 of the last 22 years. What am I going to do when I'm no longer momming full-time? But I have worked so hard on learning to not let fear run my life. And I had to learn to do that while walking this infidelity journey. So oftentimes, this emotion of fear gets covered up by other emotions. And I was working with a coaching client just today. And she likes to talk about how her main emotion walking this infidelity journey is disappointment. And I was telling her today, I actually think it's fear. And you're using disappointment to disguise the fear so that you don't have to deal with the fear. And there are so, so many fears that are valid and that can come along on this journey. And I want to I want to dive into that. So first, I looked up the definition of fear in the dictionary, because I love to do that. And here's what it said for fear as a noun. It's an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. And I love that definition because it is caused by a belief. And the exact thing I teach in coaching with my clients is that we get to decide what our beliefs are, what our thoughts are. Because what we believe is what we become. So if fear is an emotion caused by a belief, then we get to change the belief and remove ourselves from fear. So that is a really, really good thing to know because it's putting it in your control. So let's talk about fear in infidelity because uh, it can oftentimes bring about some pretty intense fear and anxiety, especially in a relationship. So you have this, you know, even just the thought of a partner being unfaithful can lead to feelings of insecurity, jealousy, mistrust. And then those emotions can cause pretty significant damage to the relationship. And it often takes effort from both partners to rebuild that trust and to move forward. Sometimes even that fear 
of infidelity leads to controlling behaviors, emotional abuse, and that can happen even as the betrayed. Because let's say infidelity has taken place in your relationship and you've chosen to work through it. If you don't tackle the fear emotion, then you can sometimes have some tendencies for controlling behaviors, meaning like you need to know where they are at every second and you need them to do this and you need them to do that and you need it to go just this way. And that's always just the fear speaking. So I was thinking about, okay, how exactly does fear show up for the betrayed spouse or partner? And it can show up in a, in a, a lot of different ways. One of those is just the fear of infidelity happening again. Another one is the fear of never being able to trust their partner again. Sometimes we have this fear that we're not enough for our partner or that our partner's going to leave us for the person that they cheated on. Also, there's these fears, you sometimes may experience fears of abandonment, fears of intimacy, a fear of being vulnerable. And this emotion of fear bleeds into everything else. So we have to conquer the fear in this infidelity journey, because until you do, you can't really move forward. So let's talk about it just a little bit today. You've had infidelity in your relationship. And when that happens, your comfort zone is removed from you. Because when you're in a relationship, when you're in a committed relationship, when you're in a marriage, you become very vulnerable with this other person. You open yourself up to showing them exactly who you are, all sides of you. And when they are unfaithful, there is this desire, I feel like, to just close up. And we step into our false self. And our false self goes into overdrive to keep us safe. And so we have this tendency, the fear causes us to close off our heart. It, it causes us to become less vulnerable, less open, less loving, less giving, less of all of the qualities that we want to portray in our life. And often fear keeps us stuck and our brains are so good at playing that fear record over and over and over and reminding us of all the times that fear reared its ugly head and all the ways that we allowed fear to seep in. And then it becomes like a broken record. And so this broken record of fear just keeps playing over and over and over. And that's the, we get, you know, we keep getting this cocktail of fear 
released in our body. And eventually that cocktail of fear just becomes comfortable. And it often turns out to be it's easier to just swim in the cocktail of fear, just to drink that cocktail than to try to change it or get out of it. But I want to encourage you to get out of it because that's when your life opens up. That's when your life enriches. That's when your relationships enrich. That's when your marriage enriches if you're trying to save it. That's when the possibility to create a new relationship enriches if you've left the infidelity relationship. And so the first question you have to ask yourself is, what are you afraid of? Do you know exactly what you're afraid of? Can you name it? And if you can't name your fears, that's your first step is you've got to really figure out, okay, what am I afraid of? Am I afraid of being alone? I'm a, am I afraid I can't support myself? Am I afraid of losing my children? Am I afraid of having nowhere to live? And then once you figure out what it is you're afraid of, the next thing to ask yourself is, okay, what would I do if that very thing happened? What would I do if I was on my own and I couldn't pay my bills? What would I do if I lost my children? What would I do if I didn't have a place to live? Like, what would you do if the worst case does happen? So for me, for example, if when I was going through my divorce, my paycheck ended or my child support stopped showing up, what would I do? I'd get another job. I'd probably reach out to my mom and dad and say, I need help. I'd start selling things around my house. I'd sell my house and downsize. When we get ourselves out of the fear emotion, the possibilities open up on what you can do. And the fear emotions, like I said, keep you stuck, keep you not seeing, they keep you from seeing the possibilities. So you're going to figure out what you're afraid of. You're going to ask yourself, what would be the worst case scenario? And then the next thing I want you to ask yourself is, what is this fear protecting me from? Is it protecting you from being vulnerable? Is it protecting you from leaving the marriage, which is scary? Is it protecting you from seeking out a new relationship because that's scary? Is it keeping you from trusting other people in your life? And then I want The last question I want you to ask yourself is, can I experience this emotion of fear and keep moving forward? And usually the answer to that question is no. Can I experience this emotion of fear and keep moving forward? And when you realize, no, probably not, the fear is keeping me stuck, that's when you're really going to work to get out of the fear. So take some time to Journal those questions out. Write down all of the answers that you can think of. Just write everything down that comes to mind. And then ask yourself, do I want to keep staying in fear or do I want to move forward? And then sometimes you just have to remind your brain over and over and over when you get stuck in the fear, 
No, we're not getting stuck here today because I want to move forward. And forward can look like anything you want it to look like. I'm not here to tell you what moving forward should look like. That can be reconciliation. That can be a divorce. That can be a new relationship. That can be healing some past traumas. That can be creating a better relationship with your children. But ultimately, we want to move forward on this journey. We don't want to stay in the pain and the fear and the disappointment. And one of the ways to do that is to ask the really hard questions and to get really, really honest with yourself about where you are and about where you want to go. And I I want to encourage you, if you are on this journey and you just keep feeling stuck, like you can't, you're not moving forward in the way you want to, please reach out because that's what we do in coaching. That's what I can help you with. I can help you get past this emotion of fear, move past the beliefs and create new beliefs that get you out of the emotion of fear and get you on the path to living your most amazing life. Because I can tell you right now, outside of that fear, outside of the infidelity, outside of the divorce, I have created the dreamiest life for myself. And I want that for you too. I look around at my life sometimes and I think, man, it just can't get much better than this. And that is possible for you too. I'm not a unicorn. I'm not some special, you know, amazing human being who just got lucky. No, I did all the hard work and you can too. I was willing to ask myself really hard questions. I was willing to see where I was to blame for where I was in my life. And then I was willing to do the work to move forward. And I want the same for you. And sometimes we can get there on our own. And sometimes we need a little bit of help getting there. And there's nothing wrong with getting a little bit of help. All right. Have a great week. That wraps up today's episode. I would love for you to leave a rating with a review. Be sure to check out the show notes for all the other ways that you can hang out with me. If you're looking for more one-on-one help in your healing journey, I'm opening a few more spots for coaching. You'll get 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching with me specific to your needs. You will also get a copy of my Joy Creator Journal, which is literally worth its weight in gold. Fill out the interest form in the show notes and I'll be in touch. Let's get you on the path to creating massive amounts of joy. Much love, Monica. And remember, joy comes in the morning.